0: Hail Dictinus! Grants us clear voices, strong sound, and good reads. We're born naked, and the rest is drag. Welcome to Practical Magic Glammers, the 191st episode of Three Pagans and a Cat. Our opening today is courtesy of RuPaul. You may call me Ode.
1: And marry me. My name is Gwyn. I'm Ode's mother, and I love RuPaul. That is like the best ever quote
0: RuPaul has a um a complicated relationship with the trans community and is not at all an infallible or perfect person. But this particular quote, yeah, I very much. That's a good that one. one. We're gonna start with housekeeping. Yes. So first things first. Uh, if you can hear the AC, the rain, and the thunder rumbling in the background, I can't do anything about those things.
1: It's because it's fucking hot in our in my room, which is where we do the podcast. Mm-hmm. So we have to have the AC on, otherwise we'll be turning into puddles mm-hmm. for your listening enjoyment. <laughs> and it's we've got a massive thunderstorm. Hitting us right now Yes,
0: so uh, <laughs> for those of you listening in the Discord If you suddenly lose us It's because our power went out
1: okay. Remember how a couple of months ago Oh yes I was interviewed by a
0: lovely lady Yes, and you never told us when that was going live
1: Well, I just found out myself <laughs> It went live last week, about okay. midweek. week And the name of the show, the podcast is Ritual with Amy Harvey It's episode 14 She's a delightful delightful host Mm -hmm. you can google it um just you know ritual with amy harvey you can pull it up that way she's on all the podcast platforms and the youtube link is https colon forward slash forward slash u2 that's y-o-u-t-u dot b-e forward slash d-r-i-y-g-k-b-9-g-a-y
0: or you could just do the thing you're intended to do when you're Supposed to go to a YouTube page, which is you search for the name of the show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can do that too if you want to be picky about it. Uh-huh. She's a wonderful, wonderful host. We had a wonderful chat about Hakati and ritual and it was just a lot of fun we talked about magic i mean it it was a fun time i really enjoyed talking to her there's one more okay um on june 25th arts and craft is having um i guess it's a sidewalk sale but they're going to have readers there and uh, i haven't made a decision yet but i may be one of them so if you're in the area come to hartford to mm-hmm. Arts and Craft and find out. Yes, Arts and Craft, always fun to be there. Yeah, so that's June 25th, so that's coming up real quick.
0: Mm-hmm. In that case, we are
1: House Kept. And House Swept.
0: Yay! Yay! So we are continuing our Practical Magic series where we've been discussing various types of spellcraft and things that you can do, mm-hmm. and we're going to be doing glamours this week. Glamours. Glamma magic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess the first thing to start with is... Uh, what's a glamour and what's it do?
1: Well, if you look in the dictionary, it does say, you know, it is the impression of attraction or fascination that creates an impression that intensifies reality. But it also used to be the word for bewitching. Sort of a, a diabolical, a diabolical enticement. enticement of female witches, of mm-hmm. course. Until the late 19th century, it was a glamour was considered a spell cast upon a person to bewitch to entice to get someone to do your bidding and it was not considered a good thing Swan says witches be sexy witches be sexy
0: I would say in the modern day in modern practice what a glamour is is Mm -hmm. uh, any kind of spell that affects perceptions yes and or, I would agree with uh, that is intended to affect the perception of a viewer.
1: Exactly. and I think that um, glamour magic has really in the modern age, mm-hmm. has expanded mm-hmm. to to include a lot of of different things.
0: I don't think a lot of witches think to practice No, I think a lot of people are sleeping on glamour magic. yeah, yeah, and I think it's because of its past history. there was probably a little bit of that mm-hmm. vibe of like, ooh, Glamour Magic is for the femme fatale. Ooh. It's for, you know, the, the evil sexy woman. It's for the um,
1: love witch, if you've right. seen
0: that movie. But I think there's a reactionary kind of anti-feminine mm. quality to people's aversion to Glamour Magic because right. there's, there are a lot of what are typically thought of as feminine qualities mm-hmm. to Glamour Magic. You can apply it to a lot of sort of culturally feminine aspects of performance Mm -hmm. and I think there is especially in like the current wave of feminism or the one right before it there was sort of a reaction against being visibly feminine like Mm -hmm. there was a whole movement in feminism for a while of like no makeup you don't need it no cut your hair short you don't need long hair like there was this movement to resist compulsory femininity Mm -hmm. but it sort of expanded a little too far and started to sort of denigrate what's the word I want not discretionary but like chosen femininity yeah
1: L, not Rhiannon said i think sometimes people think it's frivolous
0: yes exactly so there is
1: that because when you think of glamour you think of gl- extravagant, extravagant beauty. beauty with this gorgeous makeup and outfits mm-hmm. and, and and it doesn't matter if it's a, a woman or a man mm-hmm. or anything in between it's that it's that ideal look that yeah. society has said this is what beauty is
0: yeah it is in some ways right and correct for us to sort of push back against those sort of yeah. cultural beauty ideals mm-hmm. because they are exclusionary in a lot of ways. I think because of the way our culture has sort of been pushing back against, mm-hmm. correctly pushing back against cultural norms about beauty, mm-hmm. um, you've seen people sort of pulling away from glamour magic as a concept. I um, think so Or too. as something worthy of pursuit. Which I think is a shame
1: because I think there's a lot that we can do for ourselves Mm -hmm. and
0: others. I guess what my my sort of general philosophy of Mm -hmm. glamour magic is, obviously it is important for you to have a sense of worth in yourself Mm -hmm. independent of your appearance Mm -hmm. or your performance or how you are perceived by others. But speaking as a non-binary person, Mm -hmm. my performance of my identity and how it is received by other people is important to me mm-hmm. because I am, as as a human being, am a social creature. I'm less social than many other humans, but I am mm-hmm. still ultimately part of a pro-social species. It matters to me mm-hmm. how I am perceived and received mm-hmm. by other people, sure. and that's the kind of thing glamour magic is for—to mm-hmm. influence how you are perceived received. and received. Yep.
1: And it can be used for not only that, but it also, keep bringing up my perception filters, it can it can be used in that way as well. Mm-hmm. It can be used to obscure things that you don't want to emphasize.
0: I, I think the nature of glamour magic is combining the obscurative quality of a glamour mm-hmm. with the presentational quality exactly. of a glamour. Exactly. To bring out your best... Self to sort of contour your your yes, performance exactly. <laughs> I guess the first and most obvious thing to talk about with glamours is makeup magic. Mm-hmm. So, Gwen, you're the makeup guru here. Talk to <laughs> us about using your makeup for well, glamour.
1: I I have actually years ago I uh, have used things like rose water and and lavender water sometimes separately, sometimes combined as part of a face wash, mm-hmm. as part of my routine, or I'll put. Uh,
0: yeah the flower water wash is like yeah. a classic glamour it's very
1: thing. classic and put a few or put a few drops in a moisturizer things anything having to do with my skin care to bring out the freshness of my the face vitality. the vitality to and to help those products work a, in keeping my skin clean and in good condition, in good condition and Presenting the, my best face to the world, mm-hmm. you know. And sometimes it's just, if you're feeling down or you're having, because uh, I'm a person who has felt down about myself. Mm,
0: struggled with self-esteem. Struggled with
1: self-esteem. When I initially did it, it was just with rose water. Mm-hmm. And I would splash that water on my face and do a chant and do this glamour to remember that the beauty within mm-hmm. can be perceived without. Yeah. Yeah. The beauty within can be perceived without, and, and that's would,
0: the kind of mantra you can use.
1: Yeah, exactly. And so it'd be that kind of a that kind of a spell mm-hmm. to draw out what I felt was beautiful about me on the inside,
0: and make it sort and of and make it visible, vis-
1: visual. Yeah, make it visual, um, not just for others to perceive, mm-hmm. but for me to be able to perceive as well, because that was part of the problem. I had low self-esteem, so I needed to draw that out so I could recognize it in myself.
0: And I think you you see that used a lot in terms of like mirror glamors. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of people who use mirrors really heavily in their glamour work, not just as like a utility so that they can see right. what they're putting on their face, but as like a spiritual tool. Mm-hmm. Phoenix Le Fay did mm-hmm. that book. I absolutely did have problems with that yes. book, as we discussed before. But
1: yes, but it is called Walking in Beauty by Phoenix Lefay, and she does talk about this mm-hmm. kind of glamour magic about your self-esteem and mm-hmm. things like that if you want to know why Ode had a problem <laughs> with it you can listen to it's in uh, our community there are parts of that book that I found helpful and uh, other people may find th- that helpful as well mm-hmm. and so so yeah mirror magic mirror mirror on the wall uh-huh. it's not just for Snow White's uh-huh. stepmother uh-huh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not just for evil queens
1: no exactly As witches, we use mirrors for scrying Mm -hmm. and things like that. So, you know, you can kind of combine those things as well. Project yourself, I guess. Right. Into a scenario where you see yourself at feeling your best Mm -hmm. and presenting your best self.
0: I want to step back into makeup again mm-hmm. a minute before we move on. I mm-hmm. don't use makeup on a daily basis at all. Mm-hmm. I only wear makeup specifically for glamour. Yeah. I read an article
1: uh, when I was preparing for this episode of a young witch who uses her foundation as uh, she puts a protection glamour on it mm-hmm. so not only is it protecting her skin from spf and all those kinds of things right. but she also uses it to enhance her personal shield i thought
0: that was a great and i idea. think you could do that with foundation or you could do it with um like a body lotion yeah, that you, you wear yeah anything that sort of creates a whole layer between your skin and mm-hmm. the rest of the world
1: absolutely it does not have to be makeup for you to use glamour magic. If you're someone like Ode who does not mm-hmm. care to use makeup, you can still use glamour magic in, in whatever other in other ways, in whatever products, whether it's a face wash, a body wash, I don't a use those Bath salts like from Bath and Body. Yeah, that's about you know, the wonderful only thing I That's
0: about the only thing I do use. I'll get into the kinds of glamour magic I do yeah. specifically because they involve a lot less of putting things on my skin.
1: Yeah. But you can also, um, like, if you are someone like me who uses makeup, you can, as you're applying your lipstick or your cheek color or your eye color, if there is a particular image you are wishing to portray, you can infuse that into the makeup that you are using. So if you want to have people perceive you as a strong, intelligent, powerful individual, you can infuse that into your makeup as you are applying it.
0: And you would, to to be clear, this would not be just a magical thing. No. It's also like a, an artistic thing. Mm -hmm. So like, like I said, when I do makeup, it's purely only ever for glamour purposes. So when I apply makeup, Not only am I applying the the magic and the intention Mm -hmm. to the makeup, but I am choosing the colors Mm -hmm. and the ways I apply the makeup to visually perform a specific sort of artistic intention. Exactly. So, like, if I want portray or present power, Mm -hmm. I'm going to use a darker lipstick Mm -hmm. than if I want to portray innocence or something like that. Exactly.
1: Exactly like today when I applied my makeup... I didn't want to do my regular witchy look, you mm-hmm. know, which is dark and strong and bright colors and
0: mm-hmm.
1: ruby red lips. And, but, but that wasn't
0: the vibe you wanted But that today. wasn't the
1: vibe I wanted today. I wanted open and willing to learn and to listen, um, a team player. Mm-hmm. So I went with more muted, natural tones mm-hmm. and things like that. So you want you know? your
0: eyes to look bigger. Yeah. and
1: and, you, and we, we use makeup. To accentuate our best features. So if you've Mm -hmm. got beautiful, great eyes, you use eyeshadow and eyeliner and mascara to to accentuate your eyes or Uh, your cheekbones, if you've got nice high cheekbones. I
0: I think I actually want to peel that open a little bit. Mm -hmm. Because in a traditional sense, when you're using makeup for beauty, Mm -hmm. yes, you use makeup to accentuate your quote-unquote best features. Mm -hmm. Whatever features you have that are most traditionally beautiful. But Mm -hmm. I think for glamour magic, you don't have to be accentuating your best features necessarily or your most traditionally beautiful features. You have to be accentuating the features that perform the right function. Mm -hmm. So, like, even if your eyes are not your most traditionally beautiful feature, Mm -hmm. if you want to do a glamour that will draw someone's attention to your eyes. Make your gaze piercing. Yeah, or or make you more perceptive or Mm -hmm, things like that. mm -hmm. You're going to want to focus on your eyes and your magic glamour, even if that's not normally how you would do your makeup Mm -hmm. for traditional beauty purposes.
1: Think about this. If you are someone who has a hard time articulating your feelings or speaking your truth, lip gloss, lipstick, Mm -hmm. lip balm, whatever you use... You can infuse, infuse that intention, that intention yep. to free your words.
0: Mm-hmm. Glamour is really, really versatile, I think is the thing. Swan is saying uh, she wants a Gwen teaches makeup tutorial. <laughs> <laughs> Gwen actually was a Mary Kay rep I for a while.
1: I did, yeah, back in the day.
0: There are, I think, four slash five things to focus on when you're doing uh, makeup glamour. Mm-hmm. And those are... Contouring Mm -hmm. so how you shape your face sort of changes Mm -hmm. how it is received and the image you're projecting yep color and shape so making and this is my art perspective here is like Mm -hmm. making artistic use of colors and shapes in your makeup so like Gwyn does these really elaborate eye looks like she's got one that looks like a sunset And, like, I can't do them, but I really admire them because they're so artistic and they present such, like, distinctive visions. Mm -hmm. So anything that you can do with that with your makeup, I think, is really powerful as a glamour technique. The other two things, which are sort of the same thing but not quite, are focus and attention. Mm -hmm. So. I think the difference between them, I think focus is sort of where you're centralizing the power of your glamour, mm-hmm. and attention is where you're trying to draw people's eyes mm-hmm. to your glamour, which may not necessarily be the same thing. Yeah. You can go to
1: YouTube and find, I watch a lot of makeup tutorials, mm-hmm. and then kind of play with what I've learned yeah. from that. And that's basically what it comes down to, is you you find a, a, a either a makeup artist or someone who, a makeup enthusiast. Right. Because there are a lot of them now. You know, watch their tutorials, watch what they do, and learn from them. And then you can apply your magic to what you're doing, your intention to what you're doing, as you apply the makeup.
0: Lise says, my cousin uses makeup as armor. I think that's a really, Mm -hmm. yeah, useful application not even just of makeup but of sort of performative visibility well
1: people do that with their clothes mm-hmm. with their makeup with their how they present themselves to the world
0: and you can do that more intentionally by mm-hmm. sewing the intention of performance into whatever element of that performance already makes you feel safe and don't forget it all has to do
1: with color
0: so use your color magic mm-hmm.
1: to enhance your intention.
0: And I do want to point out, this isn't exclusive to sort of visual phenomenon. Mm-mm. So, like, we have a whole bunch of the yes. Wonderful Body Co. scents. I wanted to talk about that, And too. those are so mm-hmm. useful for glamour purposes. Absolutely. Wonderful Body Co.s mm-hmm.
1: for... Um, the little rollerball The little fragrances. rollerball fragrances. But I also use... I'll use just straight up Essential frankincense oils. or sandalwood... Mm-hmm. Um, Lavender. I use a lot of that. Not just for the scent, but Mm -hmm. for the glamour effect that I'm going for.
0: Yeah. And sometimes the glamour is just for you, and Mm -hmm. sometimes it's for other people. Um, Exactly. Like, we... Like I said, we talk a lot about how glamours are about a performance and about mm-hmm. affecting another person's perceptions, but you're also affecting your own perceptions. Your own perceptions. You are perceiving yourself, mm-hmm. and if you are
1: uh, using the magic to perceive yourself, whether it is strong mm-hmm. or sweet or sexy,
0: right? I think it changes two things actually, and they're sort of interconnected. So. Mm-hmm. When you do a glamour, or at least when I do a glamour for myself, like if I put on a makeup look and some some nail color that is intended to make me feel and be perceived as powerful and in control, right, it changes... How I feel, so it changes my body language, Mm -hmm. it changes my whole body performance, Mm -hmm. it changes the way I present myself, and I think it also changes my energy body. Mm -hmm. Um, I think in some ways, glamour contours your energy body as much as it contours your face, or mm-hmm. your fashion, or whatever glamour tool you're using. Mm-hmm. Elle
1: says, or invisible. Yes, uh, and so that's, talk,
0: talk about your notice me not.
1: Yeah, I have what, I'm a Doctor Who fan, mm-hmm. so what I call a perception filter spell mm-hmm. that I've used for a number of things. Mm-hmm. I've, I've used it for... It's been used on inanimate
0: objects. Inanimate
1: objects, but it can also be used on yourself as a person, If you are in a situation where you just want to be able to slip through a situation... You want a wallflower. You want a wallflower a situation, I have successfully utilized perception filter spells. Mm -hmm. But I do think that for a a personal perception filter, they should be a short-term kind of situation. Mm -hmm.
0: Effectively, when you do a notice me not, you're not making yourself invisible. You're making yourself um, unremarkable. Yes,
1: exactly. You know, people are going on about your day. They still see you. Mm
0: -hmm. They just aren't focusing or
1: or lingering on you. Exactly. And so that gives you the freedom... To just kind of not worry about what other people are thinking or doing.
0: Yep. And, and sometimes, contrary-wise, you want to notice-me spell. Yep, exactly. You want the direct opposite. You want to stand out in a crowd to easily capture and hold the attention of... For example, if you're doing a presentation. hmm And you, you want to make sure that the people who are listening to you are actually listening to you. Mm-hmm. Use a glamour for that. Exactly. And that
1: they are perceiving you in a positive way.
0: Or more importantly depending on your context. Mm -hmm. So, like, there's, yes, perceive me in a positive way exclusively. But if you're doing, like, an informative presentation or something, what you might want is actually not a positive reception Mm -hmm. necessarily, but you might want them to understand your your material, right? Mm -hmm. Um, To be fully engaged with Mm -hmm. what you're saying. To actually be paying attention
1: to you Mm -hmm. during your presentation or whatever it is, your performance, or whatever whatever it is you're doing, because you've put time, effort, and energy into it. You want people Mm -hmm. to appreciate what you have crafted. Mm -hmm. And so you can use a glamour for that.
0: Join our Tiger Crystal at Apothecary Teas. This shop produces fragrant, aesthetically beautiful teas that delight all the senses, with handcrafted tea blends from white to red to green. This week, I recommend Moon Goddess, a white tea blend with flavors of jasmine, blessed thistle, white peppercorn, and bergamot. Find them at apothecaryteastore.com or on Facebook at Apothecary Teas LLC. Hail Dictinus. Hail Dictinus. Staying hydrated is actually another way you can do a glamour. Mm-hmm. So you can bless a water bottle, right, yep. with a particular kind of glamour, confidence or security or good health good health or whatever yeah glamors tend to be best for things that well, are that's true good that point. are more visual yeah that's more true. more performance well, oriented well if you want to appear but exactly good health you could, you could definitely um, bless a water bottle with the appearance of good health or of something like that
1: vitality yeah and uh, the appearance of energy mm. and, and and
0: whether that would translate to actual good health or not mm-hmm. may, may depend on your susceptibility to, to the placebo effect that's right but you could definitely bless a water bottle with a number of Glamour functions Mm -hmm. And intake that magic Mm -hmm. um, Through the course of your day Which helps with sort of re-upping it Uh, Something I will note is a lot of The glamour stuff We've talked about so far has been very sort of short-lived temporary glamour that's true they usually go for like a day at, at most mm-hmm. sometimes not even for that long sometimes for like a couple of hours for uh-huh. however
1: long you have the makeup or the exactly. outfit or you're in the presence of whoever it is you're We're, attempting yeah, to, exactly. to influence to influence um, yes and
0: let's be clear we are influencing people yes. with our glamour the intention of a glamour is to influence someone's perception Yours mm-hmm. or theirs? Yeah, or both. Or both. That's just the nature of magic. That's how it mm-hmm. be.
1: <laughs> and I'd also want to be clear: you you need to just like with any other kind of magic, you have to have something to work with. Like use your your waters or your makeup yes. or your clothing or this whatever. Is ex- it's
0: exactly the same way that all other magic relies on you doing something mm-hmm. physical to support the magic. Mm-hmm. The glamour needs you to do something physical to support the glamour. Even Cinderella's
1: fairy godmother needed a pumpkin and some mice. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, so so these have all been sort of short-lived glamours. Temporary glamours, you might yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. But you can do more permanent glamours if you, for example, enchant a piece of jewelry. Yes.
1: Yes. I wanted to talk about that, too. Especially if it is something that is inherited,
0: mm-hmm. handed down. Heirloom or handcrafted jewelry handcrafted, is very good for
1: this. Whatever it is you are intending to, to use it for while you're wearing it. Mm-hmm. However you want to be perceived.
0: Yeah, usually um, when you enchant a piece of jewelry, the glamour, it's going to be to serve one function. Mm-hmm. And that piece will always have that glamour active and you just sort of put the glamour on when you put the piece on Mm
1: -hmm. it's like a talisman
0: yeah so make sure you apply glamours that you always want applied to that piece of jewelry wisdom yeah
1: wisdom when you're applying a glamour to jewelry yes
0: choose carefully what you will apply because it is i mean it's possible to to break and dispel an enchantment but sure of course but i mean if you're going to put on put in all the work to do the enchantment in the first mm-hmm. place you might as well make it something you wanted to stick if you have a troublesome relationship with
1: family mm-hmm. you know you can enchant that jewelry so that so that you sort of exude you exude confidence, peaceability, peaceability within your family relations. So mm-hmm. that you know, or when you wear it, when to you a interact event. with them to a family event, things like that. Things will be how you want them mm-hmm. to go for the day, and how you want to be perceived.
0: Mm-hmm. Here's the tricky thing about glamours. because they are so much about affecting perceptions. Mm-hmm. It's almost not enough to just establish what your intention is. Mm-hmm. You also definitely have to establish what you want the intended result mm-hmm. to be. Mm-hmm. And even then, don't have a guarantee because someone else's perception is getting mixed up in mm-hmm. the bag, right? Like. Yeah you are dealing with not just your energy mm-hmm. and your reality and, and how you perceive and interact with the world. You're dealing with another person's and it's impossible to fully know another how, person's reality and perceptions. Exactly. So glamours are tricky. Mm-hmm. Like you said, they're very versatile, very useful, but they are tricky. And I don't think you want to like misuse them. Well uh, to No, obviously. I think you know. that's I mean that that's true for all forms of yeah. magic. But, I mean, as far as, like,
1: you know, uh, a love spell kind of scenario. So,
0: here's the thing. I actually think a glamour is the only ethical way to do any kind of love work. Probably, yeah. Because anything else is much more directly trying to, like, interfere mm-hmm. with someone's feelings. Mm-hmm. Whereas a glamour is intended to affect perception. And their feelings about their, their perception are still it's their still business. There. That's
1: a good point. That's a really good point. Because I feel like if there is... Uh, an individual that you have an interest in, mm-hmm. you can create a glamour that allows that person to perceive you in the best way that you want them to exactly. pre- perceive you. But you
0: have no guarantee. Like, if you put on a glamour, if you're going on a date, and mm-hmm. you put on a glamour to be perceived as as powerful and confident, mm-hmm. right? That may not be what that person is attracted yep. to. So, like, they may perceive you that way, mm-hmm. but still not be into you. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
1: It doesn't force or change them to, to change... How they feel, mm-hmm. it just, and it
0: makes no attempt to. It, yeah. it you are perceived how you want to be perceived exactly. And beyond that, mm-hmm. it's that that this is why is are tricky because mm-hmm. beyond the perception, is that person's whole personhood making decisions about that perception yeah plus even someone's individual perception how i perceive things and how you perceive things even Mm -hmm. when we're perceiving the same thing are completely different exactly and as with
1: anything you know be careful what you wish for right (laughs) yep you know you may get it and once you've got it you may not want it anymore Uh uh-huh and then you're going to have to deal with the consequences of your own actions. Exactly. So that's why it is important to be to be sure of what you want your glamour to convey and how you want others to perceive you through that glamour.
0: And this is true not even just in romance, but like in the workplace. Mm-hmm. So if you put together a glamour so that you're perceived as competent and capable... Leadership and, quality. Right, really intelligent. And, and you may end up getting more on your plate than you wanted mm-hmm. because someone in your company perceives you the way you intended to be perceived Mm -hmm. but then says good this is the person I should pile three All the people's workloads onto, you know? Like, so this is that that's a caveat that applies in a, in a number, number of arenas, of, a number of areas. But I think we can practice glamour
1: magic with confidence mm-hmm. as long as we, as with any spell, know your intention, know your intention. Yeah. What
0: is it you're trying to do? Know your desired result. So, we were talking earlier about how people sort of perceive glamours as being frivolous. Mm-hmm. I would say they're the The exact opposite opposite. of frivolous in terms of the potential consequences. So Mm -hmm. you have to approach them with the same sincerity and seriousness that you would approach any other kind Mm -hmm. of magic. Exactly. And I
1: think it's because it's the term glamour. You know, Mm -hmm. we equate the term glamour with beauty. Mm -hmm. And glamour and beauty are perceived, as we've mentioned before, in a particular way in Mm -hmm. our society. And so I think that's where, you know, when you think of glamour, you think of the Kardashians, Kind of, Do we? I don't. Well, in the magazines.
0: I think of Lady Gaga. Okay,
1: Gaga is, <laughs> it, is it an, another really good a good person. But you, you know what I'm saying? Stars, you know, mm-hmm. with their perfect hair and their perfect makeup. And I think that's where the whole idea, oh, it's frivolous, can come from.
0: Somewhat, yeah. And it's I think just there's, terminology. And I think it's also a devaluing of femininity. Yes, I agree with you um. on that. One. Because we, we do tend culturally to treat feminine things as frivolous things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, even outside of the sphere of beauty, but just like cartoons that girls are really attracted to get less financing than mm-hmm. cartoons that are aimed at boys. And if a cartoon is aimed at boys, this is a fascinating phenomenon. So there, if a cartoon is designed for boys, and it's supposed to sell boy toys, and then the actual audience of the cartoon ends up being girls. They will not just pivot to marketing the same toys to girls. Mm -hmm. Nor will they even create different girl toys to sell to girls. Mm -hmm. They will just kill the show. Mm -hmm. Because it's not hitting the market that was intended. Baffling things happen when girls take an interest in stuff. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, I remember watching a thing about Barbie, okay? So, Mm -hmm. uh, the origins of Barbie, which uh, was one of Mattel's top producing lines for girls Mm -hmm. you know it still is but the boy department was upset because the girl department was making more money money. Mm -hmm. and that is why boys have G.I. Joe seriously
0: oh yeah
1: seriously because they had to compete with Uh Barbie they made Ken dolls and stuff, and uh-huh. boys were playing with the Ken dolls, too. And uh-huh. So, yeah, but that's why we got G.I. Joe. And because I might... they tried to compete with Barbie. Uh-huh.
0: And I'm out here saying, throw out the whole child toy binary. <laughs> <laughs> Let children play Let with any toy. Let children play with who they want to play with. ay yeah, yeah, alright Another thing that you might want to consider with Glamors uh, and with Glamour Magic is that in the same way you have sacred tools... For other kinds of Mm -hmm. magical work, Mm -hmm. like your tools that you apply your makeup with, or the wardrobe you keep your fashion glamour in, Mm -hmm. or whatever, those may become sacred tools. Mm -hmm.
1: Not unlike if you are a witch that enjoys wearing a particular uh, outfit, or Mm -hmm. robes, or jewelry. It becomes sacred regalia. It becomes sacred regalia, exactly. And it can be the same thing with the makeup that you wear mm-hmm. when you put those things on or mm-hmm. the perfume or the essential oils that you wear. Sometimes
0: or, you can even do this by accident. Mm-hmm. So, like, when I was a teenager, my, my parents got me a, a leather jacket, mm-hmm. which I was obsessed with, and I wore every day for years all through high school. And that jacket made me feel very, like, strong and powerful mm-hmm. and confident. Mm-hmm. I felt good when I was wearing that <laughs> leather jacket. Yep. And so, f- like, I wasn't a practicing witch at this time, but because I had sort of just imbued that jacket with that energy of, like, this is my armor. I'm mm-hmm. powerful and confident when I'm wearing this jacket. This jacket makes me strong. Mm-hmm. That's just now a function of that jacket. Mm-hmm. It has been enchanted just by the fact that I wore it and had that feeling for so long. Mm -hmm. So look through the stuff you already have and figure out what you have enchanted accidentally Mm -hmm. and just formalize that. Exactly,
1: exactly. The other thing is, I was thinking um, bathing rituals. Yes. Like when you're getting ready to do, whether it's a ritual to a deity or some kind of a spell Mm -hmm. or something, you can use glamour magic in the salts, or the essential oils, mm-hmm. or the soaps, or whatever it is you use when you're bathing, and you know, you can make a whole ritual out of it. And if it's strictly a glamour ritual mm-hmm. to help improve how you want to present yourself to the world, mm-hmm. that can be incredibly, incredibly meaningful. Yep.
0: And I think ritualizing sort of your daily habits, mm-hmm. like you you don't even have to make it like a, like a once per month like, big fancy ritual, necessarily. Mm-hmm. Like, you can make it just, you, especially if you're someone who wears makeup every day, mm-hmm. you can just ritualize the daily performance of wearing your makeup.
1: Absolutely. Githa says, aha, okay, so my pre-practice confidence lipstick could totally be formalized. Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: All it takes is doing it intentionally, mm-hmm. mindfully. Yeah. Maybe you, you do a mantra at the same time, Like, but yeah. that's not even necessary. Just making it in your mind an mm-hmm. act of witchcraft makes it an act of witchcraft exactly if you're like me i try to uh you know do like
1: facial cleansing stuff mm-hmm. you know like it used to be twice a day now it's once a day if uh-huh. i you know but <laughs> but that is a really good time to to do a and it doesn't have to be long Mm-mm. it can just be uh it can be a mantra it can be the intention that you
0: infuse into Mm -hmm. what you're doing. I don't know how other people apply their makeup, but I have to really stare really closely at my Mm -hmm. face and, like, watch what I'm doing when I apply makeup. So the fact that I have to pay so much attention to it makes it great for ritual work. If you want to
1: separate your makeup into, like, this is the set I Mm -hmm. use... For a particular purpose. Oh yeah, especially if your makeup comes in those little kits. Those little kits, you know, you can you can formalize that and then just use that mm-hmm. makeup for specific glamours.
0: This is my confidence glamour mm-hmm. kit, this is my my seduction glamour kit, mm-hmm. this is my innocence glamour kit, or yeah. whatever. If if you're
1: if you're like me and you collect makeup, that's that's something that mm-hmm. you can that you can do.
0: So sometimes you can do glamours just with body language. Yes. That's when I think that people don't, because we think of glamours as something you sort of put on. Mm-hmm. But your body language is part of your performance. Mm-hmm. So, like, I personally like the murder strut. <laughs> uh, works great when you have heels and you're confident in heels, but you can do it in any kind of shoe or bare feet. You just walk in a straight line, like if someone gets in your way, you're going to murder them. And it's astonishing the effect this will have on
1: people. <laughs> Move out of my way. Mm -hmm. I like to go more with uh, Amazon warrior, don't fuck with me. Mm -hmm. You know, move out of my way rather than, you know, murderous. But
0: (laughs) It's specifically a murder strut. It's a murder strut. So there's a sway to it and there's a a quality of pay attention to me, Mm -hmm. but there's also a quality of don't mess. Don't just stay out of my way. Stay out of my way. It's a very specific walk. Yes, that's true. Join our tiger Amanda and relax with the salts of Wonderful Body Co. These soaks and scrubs inspired by popular books and characters are designed to delight multiple senses with fragrant scents and sparkling mica. You can also find rollerball fragrances and hair oils. With dozens of options available, you're sure to find something you like in the Wonderful Body Co. collection. This week, I'm recommending the Full Moon Fragrance Oil with scents of sandalwood, cardamom, amber. Iris, Sage, Lavender, and Spearmint. Find Wonderful Body Co. online at WonderfulBodyCo.com or go directly to the shop at Etsy.com slash shop slash WonderfulBodyCo. Hail Dictonus. Hail Dictonus. Something else you can do if you're going to work with glamours mm-hmm. is vibe with one of the beauty gods. Yeah. So when I'm doing glamour work in particular, I hit up Freya. Mm-hmm. Freyr sometimes comes along to participate, but mostly just wants to make sure I'm adding self-care to the regimen. Freya's is mm-hmm. more like, no, get ready to work. Mm-hmm. And, and the work is beauty, and we will be taking it very seriously. Mm-hmm. Freyr's like, and also have a nice soothing cup of tea. <laughs> but yeah, well, like Aphrodite. Aphrodite
1: typically is definitely a uh, uh-huh. goddess um, of love and beauty.
0: Or uh, any of the shapeshifters. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of shapeshifting gods out there who could also be very useful for for working with glamour magic. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I <laughs> invoke Freya just for like basic self care maintenance stuff. Like mm-hmm. I, I the other night I, I'd been having like a really rough week, so I just like ate some honey and drank mm-hmm. some elderflower and rose lemonade and cleaned up my nails mm-hmm. uh, with with Freya's attendance and just was like. Clipping my nails, doing the getting them shaped right. Didn't even put on nail polish. Just got them nice mm-hmm. so that they were in good condition. And Freya was like, "Yes, accomplishment. <laughs> you have accomplished an important beauty task that you've been putting off. Well mm-hmm.
1: done." I think any of the deities that are are conceived of in a way that exudes beauty, mm-hmm. like Hakati, for one. Hera, mm-hmm. you know, Hera was always perceived as a beautiful extravagantly beautiful. extravagantly beautiful Peacocks, i mean can't get more extravagant than that and regal you know she's mm-hmm. a you know she's a queen so she she comes across as a as a very regal presence mm-hmm. i get authoritative this, authoritative yes so um i'm finding that if i want people to take me seriously mm-hmm. as a confident woman mm-hmm. Hera is a good A Good deity to approach that makes perfect sense. Yes, yeah. Hecate for me is just like okay, we're gonna be badass now. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily have to be the romance deity, no, exactly. Those are the ones who are typically associated with beauty, Mm -hmm. but they don't, it doesn't have to be those. And like I said, shapeshifters. Even the tricky, the trixie mm-hmm. shapeshifters are still going to be very useful for glamour work. I was thinking Loki would be good. Uh yes, absolutely. <laughs> he mm-hmm. abso- he absolutely is. He knows how to do some seduction. Yes, the man transforms many times into many things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For that matter, uh, if. if you were interested in doing drag, you could even pull Thor into it. Oh, yeah, sp- yeah,
1: absolutely. <laughs> Elle was just suggesting Caridwyn.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, the, for transformation.
1: The, so, yeah, the any cauldron, of the, yeah, any of the deities that work with uh, transformation, mm-hmm. they would yeah. absolutely be wonderful to call on.
0: Yeah, that's interesting because I think the shapeshifters and the transformers. <laughs> the trans- transformers, yeah. <laughs> more
1: than meets the eye.
0: <laughs> Transformers, gods in disguise. <laughs> I think the shapeshifters and the transformative gods <laughs> bring sort of different kinds of glamour energy. So they I think the, the shapeshifters are maybe more for that sort of temporary, yep. on the spot, like mm-hmm. purpose, like for a specific moment glamour. Whereas I feel like the transformative gods may be more for the sort of, like, ongoing project yeah. glamours. Yeah, Where you're sort of trying to evolve your own perception of exactly. yourself. Exactly, exactly. Whereas a shapeshifter is, like, so, like, uh, a transformative god is someone I might go to for glamour work if I wanted to, like, feel better about a specific feature I had. Mm-hmm. Whereas a, a shapeshifter is someone I might go to for a glamour work more if I... Needed to accomplish a specific task mm-hmm. for glamour. Mm-hmm. Since they tend to be people who shapeshift to do something specific. Fake it till you
1: make a transformation.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Elle says, what about liminal gods? Yes, I think they would also be Absolutely. good for glamours. Absolutely.
1: Because um, you're
0: very much sort of straddling a barrier there. And hello, the fae. Yes. If you have a relationship you, with the good neighbors... If you work with the Fae... I imagine they are great for glamour work. Mm-hmm. Can't say personally, because I don't have yeah. much to do with them, but... But, yeah, you know, I they're, can only
1: assume. Their legends and fables are filled with stories uh-huh. of climbers Uh-huh. So definitely if that's something you want to pursue and you, again, have a relationship with them, respectfully.
0: Githa says, side note, Halsey's I'm Not a Woman, I'm a God has been stuck in my head the entire second half of this. This actually brings me to something I didn't even think of until just now, but music? hmm Great focus for doing glamour work. Absolutely. If you have, like, a song... That builds that energy. uh uh-huh, that has the right vibe for the kind of glamour work you're going for, mm-hmm. play that shit on repeat. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and just just build up that energy mm-hmm. while you're doing the glamour work.
1: Well, it's like, last night I went to uh, an event at Valhalla, mm-hmm. and there was
0: dancing. Yes, there was. And,
1: you know, I've, I've spent years... I love to dance. I absolutely love to dance. But I'm often quite self-conscious mm-hmm. ab- about it because of my body shape and and things of that nature, and I'm like I don't want people to look at me, kind of thing. Or think well, last of- night, you were in the groove. I was in the groove. I had my fan, my mm-hmm. rainbow fan, and mm-hmm. I was, you know, and I I got some dance training background, and so I just was kind of like, you know, fuck it, I don't care. I got to thinking about it. It's like, you know feeling the energy of mm-hmm. those songs and feeling good about myself and, and just like, yeah, I am showing off for you, baby, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing. And
0: people were enthralled. <laughs> <laughs> she kept every now and again, like, people would get tired and sit down and Gwen would stay on the dance floor with her fan, just <laughs> going, just rocking out, yeah. and, like, people would get dragged back onto the yeah. to the dance floor to hang out with her. She just had that right. She had that energy of just dance with me,
1: dance with me. <laughs> I'm a goddess of the dance. Uh huh. And um, yeah, that was that would have been what I would consider an unintentional glamour. Mm-hmm.
0: And it was anti- it was it was movement based. It was it was
1: movement based, but it was it built body me language. Up. It was
0: movement. Yeah.
1: And it assisted in how other mm-hmm. people perceived me.
0: <laughs> it was it was really really fun, uh, just to witness. <laughs>
1: <laughs> glamour. Go for it. Glamour. Do the glamours. (laughs) Do the glamours. Don't be afraid of the glamour. I think that's a big thing.
0: And consider how often you're doing them in your daily life already and you're just like not acknowledging it or not being conscious of it. I think
1: we often do these kind of things. Mm -hmm. We're putting intention into something, whether it's our makeup Mm -hmm. or, or whatever, and we're not recognizing it for what it is. Yeah. And I I think the more we put our focus Mm -hmm. and intention into what we're doing, the more we are going to... The more effective it'll be. Yeah, the more effective it will be. I I guess I would say don't be afraid of glamour magic. Yeah.
0: Oh, you know what? I will say as a non-binary person, Mm -hmm. um, as a queer person, Mm -hmm. glamours can be really useful with like, not even just like feeling confident in how you present yourself and in presenting yourself the way you want to be perceived, but also, like, basic shit, like, please get my pronouns right. hmm <laughs> Like, you can put that intention into a glamour. hmm And, like, you won't get it right every time, because, like I said, you're altering people's perceptions. You're not altering their personhood. Right. Um, so, like, someone who's never going to get your pronouns right is not going to get your pronouns right because you did the glamour. Right. But someone who's willing to try... They will be affected. Will, will, is more likely to get it right the first time yeah, if yeah. you're putting that into the glamour. Yeah, exactly. And that's what it's all about. hmm
1: Perceiving how you perceive yourself and how it is being projected to others mm-hmm. and how they are perceiving you.
0: And glamours are a very interactive magic.
1: It is. It's a very interactive magic and it can be used for very, very, uh, useful
0: things. hmm More things than you might think. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. In that case, you can find us on... And hey, we didn't get uh, we didn't drowned get out the, by the thunderstorm. and We, we didn't. manage to keep our power and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can find us on Google if you Google the number three, letters P-A-A-C, or the number three, and the words pagans and a cat. Mm-hmm. We are on
1: a very limited basis on YouTube. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hasn't been touched in a while. No, probably won't be. Um pay pagan i do i write mm-hmm. a
0: blog they got a, a red bubble and a patreon yep
1: yes and we do love our patrons yes we always appreciate you guys supporting us and helping us out and and we appreciate when you guys
0: share episodes mm-hmm. and with your friends and family and do go listen to uh gwyn on ritual other podcast ritual with amy harvey mm-hmm.
1: episode 14 mm-hmm. oh i'm on tiktok Loves yes having fun on the tiktok
0: Yes, Gwen enjoys TikTok. Great,
1: <laughs> we still are
0: trying to get things sorted uh-huh. in the, on the back end here. Yeah, I've been slow on a lot of that because work. My actual work has been yeah a lot. Yeah, Lately. and it will continue to be a lot for the rest of June. Yeah, and I started a new
1: job today because, you know, mm-hmm. gotta Gotta, make gotta the pay money. those bills. Gotta pay the bills. Mm-hmm. And right. work hard for the money. <laughs> so hard for the
0: money. Right. Sing your glamours. Yes. Be a siren.
1: Be a. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about perception. Uh-huh. Sing your glamours like a siren. Yes. Ooh, I like it.
0: All right. Goodbye.
1: Goodbye. (laughs) Have a good week. Take care of yourselves. And be good to yourselves.